Are you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer this is affordable interior design the podcast here's your host betsy hellman it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood a beautiful day in the neighborhood won't you be mine I love this time of year. Yes, it's February. It's windy. It's cold. It's a little bit gray outside. What's to love? Well, Valentine's Day is to love. I really enjoy Valentine's Day. Just love in general being celebrated sounds pretty fantastic to me. And if that comes with dinner and wine, so much the better. The other thing I love is that in my backyard, we have a little area where we've planted some bulbs and they are starting to sprout. Yes, beneath the soil, there are tiny green buds shooting up, and I could not be more excited. I am filled with hope. Hope that spring is just around the corner. Speaking of hope, at Affordable Interior Design, we are hiring. We are hiring a virtual phone sales person. This is a full-time position, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, where someone would work virtually in a quiet home office, answering the calls that come into Affordable Interior Design, aligning those people with the perfect designer, the perfect package, and then, of course, nurturing everyone who calls in or writes in so that we can get them on the right path to design success. So if you or someone you know has phone skills, customer service, sales experience, please head over to affordableinteriordesign.com backslash careers. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com backslash careers. There's an application that you can fill out right on the website. There's also more information about this amazing opportunity. Who wouldn't love to work from home while also making salary plus bonus? So head over, check it out, and be sure to submit right away because we are hiring for this position ASAP. All right, without further ado, let's get to your questions. The first question that has come in is regarding color palettes, and it is from Amy. And Amy writes, Queen Betsy. Oh my gosh, I love that title. Queen Betsy is blush and a Roy G. Biv color. Amy. Yes, blush is a Roy G. Biv color. Now, as we know, Roy G. Biv is red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. 
But also, I consider it its derivations as well. So while you didn't hear me say teal, I consider teal a rojib of color because it is a variation of green and blue. While you didn't hear me say blush, I consider blush a roji biv color because it is a derivation of red. Some might even say red and orange because it does have sort of that peachy idea. And so you might want to think of it as like a color wheel palette instead of the roji biv palette, but I didn't call it that because there are color wheels that include neutral colors. Neutrals being white, black, brown, gray, cream, tan, and those in the interior design world are not considered colors. Those are considered neutrals, and neutrals are not in Roji Biv while they are in some color wheels. Now, blush is very popular right now. It has been what I would call trendy over the last two or three years. I do see blush going out a little bit. I do see that its trend is evolving to other colors and other ideas. Are you wondering about my trend forecasts? Are you wondering what I think is in or out? Well, then you will want to become a premium member. My current bonus episode is all about trends. Trends I used to love that I think are way passe. Trends that I'm foreseeing, forecasting, that I think will be big in 2020 and beyond. Yes, that is what this month's bonus episode is focused on. So make sure you head over to affordableinteriordesign.com backslash podcast to become a premium member. For $5.99 a month, you not only get access to my archive of bonus episodes and my freshest bonus episodes that come out monthly, but also you are supporting our podcast. You are keeping us on the airwaves with your financial support, which helps to produce this podcast week after week. All right, let me get to my next question. My next question is from Nick. Nick writes, Hi Betsy, I love your podcast. It has inspired me to think really carefully about how I decorate my apartment. I've recently become interested in Victorian and Art Nouveau styles. I live in an apartment in a historic Victorian home, and I loved the old mansion featured in the film Knives Out. I already have some antique dining chairs from that period, and I'm hoping to decorate my apartment in the Victorian style. That said, I do not have an extravagant budget, and I know that antiques or reproductions of this style can be very expensive. Do you think choosing Victorian as the style for my apartment is doable with a modest budget? Do you know of affordable options for furniture and accessories in this style? Thanks so much for your time, Nick. All right, Nick. You know, I have a very soft spot in my heart for all things Victorian. I love Victorian homes. In fact, I belong to several Facebook groups that feature Victorian homes, and a lot of them feature Victorian homes that are currently for sale. I click on these listings. I daydream about walking through those homes, living with those staircases and that intricate carving and the beautiful detailed wallpapers. I mean, it's just kind of my daily escape. 
And you know, when I was home searching for myself, you know, I told my real estate agent, I said, I only want to see Victorians because my dream house would be something that elegant, that ornate, that level of craftsmanship that you just can't find today unless you're choosing a historic home. So Nick, I get it. That being said, when you decorate a historic home in a strictly historic style, it can feel like you're in denial. It can feel like you're wanting to live in the past rather than the future. I would take the characteristics that you like of Victorian style and label it something else so it doesn't become a museum or an homage to the past, but rather it feels more contemporary. What I love about the Victorian style is the ornate metalwork. I love the petite, smaller scale furniture. I love intricate patterns, fun wallpaper. I love grace in the details and sort of an over-the-top look, whether it's gilded picture frames or carved moldings. These are the reasons I love Victorian furniture and architecture. So maybe tap into the reasons you love it. And rather than being strictly Victorian, looking for antiques or reproductions, you can more clue in to what once you get that list of characteristics, what other styles encapsulate that? I found when I was really um, laser focused on Victorian style that really there was a huge overlap between the characteristics I liked and mid-century modern, which features petite furniture that's not so bulky. If I go more for the mod version of mid-century modern, I can get those fun, playful patterns. I can incorporate wallpaper and it really looks very innate in the space. So I found that that would have been a beautiful crossover. And that was my plan had I purchased a Victorian home. And as you know, with my Facebook looky-looing, my Facebook voyeur um, outlets, I may one day still own a Victorian and I am going to mid-century modern it up to the nines. All right, Nick, I hope that inspired you and your style. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. I am so excited to announce that our show has a brand new sponsor, Industry West. It can be tough to find really great modern furniture and decor that's affordable. You also want it to feel as good as it looks. And I love that Industry West just generally makes you feel happy. I recently came upon them and their website is all about making it easy to discover and buy bold design that can keep up with your modern life. At Industry West, they believe that buying good design should be inspiring, fun, and easy. And I could not agree more. From dining and lounge chairs to sofas and end tables and more, Industry West offers high quality products and they go to great lengths to ensure customer happiness. If you're interested in surrounding yourself with inspired design that can make even your highest traffic rooms feel sophisticated, then you need to visit Industry West. Affordable interior design listeners can now get 20% off everything on their website. Just visit industrywest.com and enter promo code AFFORDABLE at checkout. Once again, that's industrywest.com, enter promo code AFFORDABLE at checkout. Happy shopping! 
My next question is from Danielle. Danielle wrote, I never thought this would be my problem, but we have moved to the suburbs and we have an extra room. I already have a home office. What should I do with this empty space? Oh my gosh, Danielle. These are really, 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 really good problems. The first thing I will say is don't feel the need to fill the space just because you have it. You will evolve over time. Your family will evolve over time. And maybe you'll find you want a podcast recording studio. Maybe you'll find you want an artist studio. Maybe you just want a mom escape room, right? Your little mom shed that's actually in the house. Maybe your partner wants a little cave for movie watching, TV viewing. Let it evolve and don't feel the need to decide everything in advance. As a planner myself, as an interior designer who loves to shop and get things ready, I can understand where you'd want to have everything pre-planned. But sometimes life doesn't work that way. Or sometimes if you do go ahead and move forward with a function that you're not completely sure about, you'll find that you're redoing it in a short span of time, which could be a waste of energy and money. My suggestion is leave well enough alone. If you don't want to take that advice, I think that you should think about what hobbies you have. Do you love to craft? Is there something that you need more storage for? Do you plan on having guests? Do you want to give them a bed and breakfast experience where they can choose their room? Um, do you have a lot of books? Is there a type of space that you've seen in someone else's home that you've already dreamed of, that you've always dreamed of? For instance, the other day I was designing a space in Westchester, a big home, and this was a family of three, but they had like 16 rooms. And they had a lot of rooms they didn't know what to do with. And I was like, let's make some freaking dreams come true. We'll leave some of these rooms open for evolution, but you smoke cigars. Do you want a cigar room? You have your girlfriends over. Do you want a room just for the girls to hang out and chat and have a cocktail? What would it feel like to live your best life? Do you have a Peloton that's in the basement? Wouldn't it feel better to bring that upstairs and peek out the window and turn this into a beautiful home gym filled with folded towels, water bottles, a mirror, um, motivational pictures? So just live your best life, daydream a little, and I think that you will be able to come up with that answer, Danielle. I hope that has inspired you to, um, to either let it go or think more deeply. Guys, I want to tell you something. I am at the bottom of this mailbag. That was the end of the questions. Do you have a question for me? Now is the perfect time to write me because, hey, I'm yours. Write me at info at affordableinteriordesign.com. Once again, info at affordableinteriordesign.com. Your question will be answered in a podcast this month. So if there's something pressing you've always wanted to ask, there is no better time. That being said, this podcast is not over yet. It's only been 13 minutes. So let me think. (laughs) What's going on in my world? Well, you know, so I've been in my current house going on five years. 
and I am jonesing for a change. I don't really need to make a change. I picked a rug that has a really cool pattern that camouflages stains. It looks almost as fresh as the day I bought it. But I know that changing the rug, which is a huge visual bang for its buck, being nine foot 12 in the middle of my living room, I know that changing that out would reinvent the entire space. And I've been pulling little band-aids and trying to um, assuage my need for change with throw pillows, but it's really led to a collection of throw pillows that I don't really want to use that look uninspired. I'm just pulling the trigger to get something new, and I think it's time for a rug. I love the idea that you wouldn't spend too much money on furnishings. For instance, my 9 by 12 rug cost me, what, maybe $500 back when I bought it? And while that's not nothing, it certainly is not what most people pay for such a large rug. You know, people pay thousands of dollars for rugs. I love the fact that I'm not so married to it financially that I can't pivot when I get a little bit bored or when I want people to come in and experience my room in a brand new way. Although I am having a hard time getting rid of something that ain't broke, so I haven't pulled the trigger yet. But that is why affordable interior design is so appealing to me, is that you can pivot when your life changes. You can seek fresh ideas without the guilt of breaking the bank. So that's kind of where I am. You know, sometimes, whether it's your life or your business, when everything is going fairly well, when there's no major upheavals, you start to get a little bored and you start to make changes where maybe changes aren't necessary or you start to think about reinvention. And I feel that's sort of where I am, this reinvention slash looking for a change situation. So it's fun to make it with items that don't cost too much like pillows. But my next recommendation would be to make a change with the drapes. Drapes are also a really big visual element in the room because they're going from above your window frame all the way to the floor. And they can be super affordable. You can find really great quality drapes at Pier 1, at Bed Bath & Beyond, for as little as $40 to $50 a panel. And so two panels can transform not only your window, but also your room because they really are stretching up, 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 up to the ceiling. That's another place that I'm tempted to do a fun swap. And of course, it's much more affordable than changing out that big rug. And it's easier too, because you just unscrew one side of the curtain rod and you're ready to put the new one on. So there's some ideas. What else, what else, what else? Oh, I'm also contemplating getting a cat. Both my husband and I are slightly allergic to cats, but... I've been looking for a new pet to add to the mix. I have a wonderful Chihuahua mix, and I've been looking for a new pet to add to the mix. And Siamese cats are somewhat hypoallergenic. In fact, I had a long-haired Siamese for 10 years, so I just assumed I wasn't allergic to cats. But every time I'd go to a client's house that had a tabby, I'd be a hot mess. And I was like, what's the disconnect here? Well, Siamese cats are hypoallergenic. At least that's what I saw on the website. So we are looking into this. But... My only reservation about getting a cat, besides the smelly litter box, 
is what they can do to your furniture. I have seen so much scratched furniture. I've seen so many people just give up and let their cats jump on the countertops, ruin their dining chairs. I mean, some cats even scratch wood. So I'm feeling really hesitant about that. If you have any great solutions for pet-proofing your furniture, I would love to hear them because not only am I struggling with this internally as I decide whether or not to adopt a beautiful Siamese, but also my clients struggle with it all the time. Some of my clients have had luck with a spray that you can get at any pet store called Keep Away or is it Keep Off? You can also get it online. However... That spray can ruin some fabrics, so you'll want to test a small sample on the bottom of your furniture. And not every cat responds to that spray. It's made of pheromones, which some cats have an aversion to and some cats don't even notice. There we go. So any ideas? I'm all ears. Guys, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. I hope that you find some enjoyment in this February weather like I am finding. And as I mentioned, keep those questions coming. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Bye. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.